Welcome back to the Flaherty Solutions Podcast. I'm Erin Flaherty. And I'm Kevin Flaherty. So today we're talking about getting away from the blame game. Yeah, which is going to be tough. I mean, there's a lot of people out there that have gone through earth-shattering changes in their life. And now we are slowly getting back into reality. And for some people, their job might not be back when the world starts spinning again. Mm -hmm. So we want to talk to you about how to psychologically move past anger and frustration as quickly as possible so that you can get to that next stage of your life. And that's back to making money, back to hustling. You and I are far from grief experts. We're actually like terrible, yeah. terrible people to speak on grief. But I will say that um, a lot of people have called this grief of, I mean, that we're all going through grief and different stages of grief. I mm -hmm. mean, everyone started with shock. Yes. And trying to figure out what this was. There was some denial in there. So I'm not going to certainly take us through the steps of grief. But this has been a grieving process for yeah. a lot of people. But why don't you talk about the blame game that you're starting to see? Mm -hmm. And one of the, so I was trained, let me make sure we can hear me. Um, I was trained through a lot of corporate exercises on change. All right, how to deal, being in sales, you're throwing a lot of different items your way you never know what you're going to get when you go on a sales call so we had a lot of good formal training and one of the trainings i never thought i was going to have in a million years was based on change and adapting to change and it is a lot like the steps of grieving uh, of loss and that's you know at first you're bewildered then comes anger and then who's to blame now there's a lot more steps to it i'm not a professional in that matter but I do play one on TV, um, so you can take this as 100% true. <laughs> but the point is, anger is a really easy stage to get to, right? And then after that comes who to blame, right? Are we blaming the Chinese for this? Are we blaming our president for this? Are we blaming our boss? Our governor. And then you go down this rabbit hole of hate and anger. Now, this feels really good. Right. But it's also very counterproductive. Well, and I'm the victim. If I'm blaming, then it yeah. means that I'm the victim. Yeah. And there's nothing I can do. And yeah. helplessness. There's nothing that I did to do this. So there's nothing I can do about it. Exactly. And you want to empower yourself to move past that stage as fast as possible so that you can move on with your life, not just to get back to whatever job you had, but to excel at your next job. But if you are spiraling down this rabbit hole of disdain and just being upset all the time that I'm the victim here, you're gonna remain the victim, mm -hmm. all right? And nobody is coming to knock on your door and pull you out of that trench unless you have a real good core group of friends, family. But if you're there self-loathing, it's not gonna happen for you and that spiral is just gonna continue. Right, on to the next situation. I mean, this is, we've talked about this. This is. This is round one of whatever this whole trend is going to be. Everyone's talking about the fall. There's going to be a research, you know, that's going to come back yep. and it's going to mutate. I mean, this is not the first time, this is not the last time that we're going to be affected by a global pandemic or something that is going to drastically shut down businesses. So, what can you do? I'm actually going to kick us off. If that's sure. I mean, you kicked us off, but I'm going to kick off my portion. It's, it's in the newsletter that I'm sending out tomorrow. 
And Tom Bilyeu, everyone knows I love Tom Bilyeu, uh, with Impact Theory. And he posted seven ways to make yourself recession-proof because that's what that's mm-hmm. what this is. You yeah. know, is it technically a recession yet? It's not technically, but it will be. Okay. I mean, we're in it. We're headed toward we're it, or, it. Okay, we're in it, but is it until it's, later it's that not, we can't be deemed a recession? Yeah, you need two quarters of oh, declining. Gotcha. Okay. So, but we're there. I mean, it will be a recession. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Well, thanks for that tidbit because I didn't know what classifies. I'm sure recession. there's someone out there that's gonna be. Like, oh, they've signed a <laughs> And then they need to refer to your yeah. Facebook rules about yeah. if you're. <laughs> I, I, why don't you I, talk about that? I'm done with being politically correct on Facebook. Uh, I'm not blatantly going out there to start issues, but uh, Aaron told me there's a new thing called. Uh, oh, trigger warning. TW. You can't even you can't even put trigger it, warning it, because it, that could be even yeah, triggering. Yeah, it, it might set someone off. Yeah. But if you're supposed to put TW, and just when that happened, I snapped. I was like, no, I'm tired of everybody being a baby. Like, come on. <laughs> Put your pants on. Get your diaper <laughs> off. It's time. And we're all adults. And if you can't act like an adult, go over to TikTok. All right. And go do your little dances. But get off the big, big boy and girl platform. Oh, you know what? There was Zen Kevin. And now there's UnPC Kevin. And which I didn't think we we're going to talk about today. But this, to me, what I'm seeing, we are going back to normal. I know everybody's Soon. like doing this trend, like the new normal. It's not going to be new. Yeah, no, no crap. We might get like temperature checked and, you know, stuff Masks, like that. Spaces, but yeah. we are going back to being on the rabbit wheel. Oh, the rat race? The rat race faster than you think. Like all these people that are out that are like, oh, you know, I'm not waking up at five in the morning anymore. Guess what? You're going to be. Yeah. And you're going to be back on that rat you race. You think I will? Uh, yeah, but you'll justify it in your head differently. Like, <laughs> um, well, it's not because I'm chasing the rat race. It's because I get more done between yeah, five and that. seven and we're all going to justify it. But I think, I think we're about to snap back yeah. and where the new normal, uh, yes, we'll get temperature checked. But when you realize that you need to keep up to pay for things, right? you're going to be like, well, you know, yeah, this... European holiday was nice, but I I want to go on that trip to Cabo, and I want to afford right. my weekends to Target, so it's back to work. Well, right. So I would say that some people have been affected by the illness, like a very small percentage of people, but people have been affected by the illness and have had people either really sick or pass away. The majority of people have been affected by economically. Like the majority of people, I would say that's the more global impact of coronavirus, right? Is yeah. that more people are impacted economically than yeah. anything else. I yeah. mean, our lives, lifestyles are shaken up and we have to spend time indoors, but the long-term effects is the, the finance. Yeah, and there, I mean, I don't know the exact phrasing, but, you know, kind of like glass houses. Like, we only see what's in our glass house. We're not seeing from a go over to an area that doesn't have what you have. Right. Because we're, we're not allowed to travel. Right. But... Even if we were, would we go drive through impoverished neighborhoods to right. see firsthand? No, we live in our bubbles for but a reason. But that's what we are seeing from our glass house. Yes, that you know, our neighbors, our friends, they're going to be fine. But there's groups. Yeah, there's and pay groups. cuts and layoffs and furloughs everywhere from people we know. Yeah. 
And I, I and saw a great meme the other day. It was uh, the Grim Reaper, a tiny Grim Reaper, and it was on his uh, so. Is that what it's okay. called? Yeah. It said coronavirus, and then there was a bigger Grim Reaper with a bigger cell, and his said, just wait, it's my turn, and it said poverty oh. on, and, you know, it was a very impactful image mm -hmm. because I find that to be true. We could have a longer, more devastating effect from poverty. Well, and, well, and you brought up an interesting issue. Poverty also highlights the difference in privilege for kids learning at home right now. Yes. So I saw um, Brandy Biswell, who we talked about, who owns Blues Brothers Chimney Service in Kansas City, Kansas. Um, she posted, she reposted something that said, if we're about distance learning right now, or if we're grading anything, we're grading privilege. Because the ones who can truly learn at home, I mean, it's a you know what show for yeah. everybody right now. Yeah. But the ones who can truly learn at home are the ones who have access to internet, computer, printer, who, who had these things already. Yeah. Maybe your average family or your uh, emerging family doesn't have access to just like, I'll just go buy a printer now. Yeah. And all of a sudden we've had to shift. I mean, everybody, regardless of privilege and status, has had to make drastic changes on the education front and all of a sudden has to be a homeschool teacher yeah. Um, so that's also been the shakeup. So I feel like, so let me circle it back, circle it back to Tom from impact theory. No. Fir first tangent no, of the day. There'll like be it. more. It was There'll all be more. relevant. So seven ways to make yourself recession proof. And then I have some thoughts on these afterward. Number one, cut your expenses to the quick, which is great, but it's also going to affect the economy. It's one of those things where you have to do it. Everyone has to do it. Yeah. But there's only like one tenth of his followers will actually do that. Right. So, but yeah, but do but it for yourself worth, because it will. And it's help obvious you. and it's yeah. easy to do. Number two, stay clear headed. Panic make thing, makes things worse. Yeah. So just not, not doing anything based on, oh my God, the world's ending. Let's get all the toilet paper. Yeah. Staying level headed. Number three, live in a solutions oriented mindset. And I, I really love this one and I love a few more of them because great businesses, are built off of solving a problem. Yeah. So if you, there are so many opportunities right now to solve problems. Mm -hmm. This is a fantastic time to build something and invest in something and, and grow it. So live in a solutions oriented mindset um, instead of the woe is me, how am I going to solve? Mm -hmm. Number four, focus on the acquisition of skills. So is there something that you need to brush up to make yourself more marketable? You yes. want to stop and yeah. say, you no, look like you're the, dying to like the... bust out with something. That after 2008, I was going through the grind of trying to find jobs that fit with my lifestyle and what I really wanted. And to find the career that I always wanted to do, I had to grind out passing exams. And I hated studying. And I'm not a good studier, but I wanted it. And when I went and took that test, I called you halfway through it. And I was like trembling in my voice because I didn't think I was going to pass and this wasn't but, uh, the most recent one this was no, this, this was, was the first one eight years ago okay. now and i was just trembling through it but i didn't want to do any of that but i knew if i kept going to these crappy sales jobs that i didn't really want to be in 
that I wasn't going to find my happiness. Be fulfilled. Yeah. So I love right. that. Point. Yeah. So yeah. Get, get better skills. We need to turn your screen to like where it stays on for like five minutes. Oh, okay. I can do <laughs> it. Yours goes off in like five seconds. I don't mine's want my battery like, to die. Mine's like at midnight, like just kill I... me now. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So, okay. So acquire skills. Be so good they can't ignore you. Um, and that's good because when I went to Rise Business and I saw Tom in person, I mean, I was 10 feet away from him and people would ask him questions like, well, I'm doing this and I'm doing that and I've acquired the skills. And he was like, you know, if you're still not doing well, you're just not good enough yet. Yeah. And that's a valid, I mean, just because you want it and you've acquired the skills, you just have to get better, you know, acquire those skills. Yeah. And then he's like, you're just not good enough yeah. yet. And then number six, again, look for opportunities Number seven, take massive action. I mean, so some one opportunity that I'm seeing is in education right now. Yeah. Like, honestly, when I have time, I'm like thinking, when I'm like thinking like in the shower, I'm like, oh my gosh, they're talking about how our kids might not go back to school fully in Maryland until January. Nope. That's an opportunity for, I mean, because how many families, I mean, you and I have the luxury of being able to oh my god every time at being able to work from home we have the luxury but can you imagine ones who either cannot or they are on call all the time yeah. i mean you and i have flexibility yeah. in our schedules to where we don't we're not we're not sitting at a call center parker we need you to be much quieter okay much quieter so we we don't have to be on from eight to five. So can you yeah. imagine there are so many families that are in that situation where they have to go out yeah. and they've got small children at home. And now if Maryland kids don't go back fully until January, what does that do? So opportunity, uh, the biggest opportunity in my mind with my scope is education. Yeah. You're I mean, thinking about, you know, globally helping people. I'm thinking about what I can do for us. Well, and that's get a camper. And we're traveling in the fall if, okay. if that's the case. But if they're not going to school. You're still solving a problem. But I'm thinking, but you know I think of business ideas. And this one just popped up. I'm like, how many business ideas, how many yeah. businesses could come from this need? Because this is probably not the end. This is not the last time. And what's going to happen when there's, a, when there's an uptick in cases? Like, what's going to happen next time? Is, the, our, is our governor, I mean, are we going to shut down again and again and again? If so, know. we need a solution for working families and distance learning that's sustainable and doesn't mean I follow the public school teachers, you know, lessons while I'm trying to do my job. That's not sustainable. There are so many articles. This isn't sustainable. Yeah, I agree with that. And that's why I think the governors are going to be forced by the people to return to sanity. And, and start to bring back normals. Right. And if, so I'm not giving it as much thought as you are because I don't see how they can delay school in the fall. Like we're hit, we, we turned off the year and now everybody's kind of been working their way through it. But from an economic standpoint, people needing to go back to work, people needing to do their jobs, it's not in students best interest to be at home not right, but, learning but the part of the plan in september which is phase two for maryland is uh modified return to school so don't see it happen well get ready because yep, that's well, part of the plan and all right it, well you heard it here first I don't, we're placing bets get ready 
because they're talking about how kids will have masks. There won't be any more than 10 in a classroom at a time. There'll be social distancing. So it'll be like, Parker, your day is Monday to go to school. The nah. rest of the week, you're distance learning. If that's the case and our kids are homeschooled, then we're out. Well, exactly. Yeah. So there's that opportunity. So what could we do? Yeah, but if that's, the situ- if that's the situation, it's not like you can open up a center to say, drop your kids off here. No, I'm not thinking that. But this is where the work comes in. This is where the brainstorming comes in. I see the opportunity. Now I have to find the, now I have to find the solution. Yeah. If you want to be a student teacher to a degree or deal with that field, then have at it. But well, I'm I'm not a bookkeeper and I own a bookkeeping business. Like I yeah, but I'm saying dealing with children, you should have a passion for that. Right. It's very hard to have a passion for you know numbers. I'm a pretty good homeschooler though. You are, but when you have a gun to your head. (laughs) (laughs) True, but you're missing the point. No, I don't think I am. It's opportunity. <laughs> so that's all I got. No, it, it is an opportunity. Um, I just... That's not the only one. I mean, temperature, you know, thermometers, like yeah. on-demand thermometers. Let's go medical. How Absolutely. many medical opportunities are there? I think that's where the moneymaker's at. How many recruiting and job searching opportunities are there? Yes. I mean, move over LinkedIn, move over ZipRecruiter. Like, what solution are we going to create in this new? See, I can comprehend that a lot faster. When you start throwing the kids and where the opportunity is, (laughs) then it's like, but aren't people going to want this as a free service? You should be used to this by now. You you come to me with like grill ideas, and you know, I mean. But they they. So this is my idea. They're not in dealing grilling children. (laughs) So. (laughs) But you know what I'm saying. That's your idea. The children are the wild card in this situation. I think the fact that you don't fully get it means that no, I get it. Pursue it a little bit. I get it, but when you think of Luann, who gets to stay open because she's a daycare that gets to Luann. Oh, Oh, Allison. Okay. Same same thing. (laughs) The she's open as a daycare. Because she, the kids that go there are for essential workers. Right. But then she's not allowed to charge. Yeah, I know. So as soon as you bring into this, like, I'm just thinking of that story, like, oh, no, you're going to oh, open a business that no. the government's going to say, like, you can't oh, get paid. By, by the way, I'm not talking about a center. I'm not I'm saying that, but system. I'm saying anything related to children and essential workers, the government could just be like... Well, you know, you're doing a great public service, and we don't think you should get paid. Right, I know. Because now the governor of New York was like, please help, come, doctors, nurses, come, we need your help, and we're going to pay you a ton of money. And now he's like, but now we're going to tax the hell out of you because Uh. we need that money back. Mm -hmm. So whenever, I love where your heart is, but it's just like, I haven't thought how you right. do it without the red flags. Well, of, and I threw this at you on podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm always scared. So this is something to take home. Um, back before I got my testing and license, I was being recruited hard to work for a solar company. And I could never pull the trigger to work for the solar company because they relied so much on government grants. Oh. And whenever I get pitched an idea about something to do with government, and government grants unless you are a seasoned government contractor that knows the ins and outs of how to get government contracts please don't pitch me your idea because 
living and dying off of the government is from a business standpoint if that's it's not our thing it's not our thing and oh 90 percent of our revenue will come from business government grants well what if they decide not to give you those government grants yeah and i know and i've been in uh consulting groups with people who are in the government world and they're honest about it they're like they are consistent they just take a certain amount of time to pay like they're consistent i mean they're not it's not often like loaded, you know, you're yeah. not going to get maybe top dollar, but they're consistent and you have to wait. Yeah. So they're, you know. Well, I think it's our proximity to, to the federal right. government that we had, we were right next to Fort Meade for so long, living in a tiny, tiny apartment. And we'd heard a lot of pitches like, oh, you can just do government contracting and you make all this money. But when you dig into a government contract, you have to pay certain amounts to certain people within your organization. Right. 90% has to go to this, 70 has to go to this. That doesn't equal 100, but you get what I'm saying. So let's get to solutions because I feel like this is what you wanted to get at is how you can control what you can control. I mean, we've already talked about, maybe we've talked about, you can do things like exercising at home just to improve your well being. You know, how to get out of that self loathing cycle yeah. and get into making myself feel optimal, but also what am I going to do for next time? What am I going to do different? Yeah. Well, besides you should get moving your body because that gets your mind working. Whenever I go on walks or anything, that gets my mind racing and I come up with a ton of great ideas. When you start thinking of where you want to be, I always went back to the simplest form. That's a T chart. You draw a T on a piece of paper. Right? And on the left-hand column, you write everything you like or you think you would like about your job, what you're good at. On the right-hand column, all the negatives. Hmm. Then you draw another T and you do you match up. Well, it says I like talking to people on the left side. It says I, on the right side, I don't like paperwork. Hmm. All right, so now I got to start matching it up to industry. Well, on the left side, sales, you talk to people. Right. Right side, bookkeeping. You, probably not. You, yeah, hate numbers, probably not. So you, you have to deep dive in the most simplistic way to understand what you really want to do. And then once you start narrowing that down, that's when you can start to get passionate. When you get passionate, you'll study for the exams you have to take. You'll you'll make that phone call to the recruiter. Oh, man, the recruiter's busy. Right. I don't want to. What if they tell me No. You'll break down those next doors because you're excited. You're popping out of bed in the morning. I can't wait to call. I have an interview in two weeks. Should I send a thank you? Should I prepare a thank you card for after the interview? Right. Thank you for right taking now. the time. If you're, I'm looking for a job. I lost my job and I need to pay my bills. And I'll do anything. And, and maybe you have to because you do right. have liabilities, bills you have to pay. But you have to push. You're the only one that's going to push through to say, I want to get to that next level. I'm the one that needs to study. I'm the one that needs to send out my resume. Right. I need to you know, find out where this woman that's the recruiter, like what she cares about. Maybe join that organization and be on the board. You know, you need to knock down your own border barriers to get to the levels you want to get to. And how are, is your relationship with money going to change in the future? Like is, I mean... Cash is, as Rachel Hollis says, cash is queen. You don't like it. It's fine, Rachel. It's, it's fine. Stop texting me all the time. It's weird. 
Cash is king, cash is queen, pick your poison. Um, what is your relationship with money going to be in the future? Yeah. If you if you could go back to yourself a year ago or two years ago, how would your decisions be different preparing for this pandemic in this time? Yeah. Um, do you feel like I got to make more so that I could so you that do. I can put more away? Um, you know maybe right I now. shouldn't have maybe I shouldn't have paid off that car. Maybe I shouldn't have paid off my car early. You know, maybe I should have kept a little bit more. Maybe, um, you know, I don't know. The, the amount that you would have contributed to retirement, I don't know whether it would have been more or less or, you know, how would your relationship be different? You know, it, I think that's important. Yeah, and that's something we've talked about in other podcasts, how to excel yourself into better financial situations. Um, that's something you might want to go back and listen to because... You need to, like pushing to that next job, you need to come up with a strategy to push to your next income, whether you're already in your dream job, how do you get paid more for doing what you love? And the advice wouldn't wouldn't change, right? Yep. Sorry. And how you need to push yourself to get to your own financial goals. Because just like no one's going to come knocking and drag you out of your house to you know, get that dream job of yours, nobody's going to come knocking and saying, you, you really need to save more. Like that's, this is on you. Right. Yo-yo. Right. You are the yo-yo generation. You are on your own. Yo-yo. You're on your own. Is that what that is? Yo-yo. Yeah, I've heard that from you twice in the last week. I'd never heard, I heard YOLO. YOLO. You only live once. But would our advice change at all? Would our advice change that's at all from when we were in a... Hell, heck no. No, you need to, as long as you have job security... You need to push to make more money within your job, become the best within your job, mm -hmm. and then save the best way you can so that you have things to fall back on. One more thing too is framing what you offer because we talked about another episode, we're all in sales. Mm -hmm. you're, you're in sales whether, whether you don't have a job and you just simply, you know, you're a homemaker and you, I don't know, um, we're all in sales, yeah. like whether you are just convincing the people to hang out with you or be around you or whether you're trying to get a sales deal. We all are. So solve problems. Think about where demand is right now. Where is, you know, frame what you offer and make it a need and not a want. Maybe mm. you used to offer something like luxury vacations. Well, right now that's not very in demand. So how can you take what your skills are and what you offer and cater them to what the world needs? What does the world need right now? They need food, they need delivery, they need medical, they need solutions to manage their families at home. Like all these things, like what do they need and what do you offer? That's gonna be the new app. How do I not kill my family while being quarantined at home? <laughs> oh my God. It's like a marathon. Like you kind of get the runner's high after a while. Yeah. Like there are some weeks where it's just like, all right, we can do yeah. this. Like day 65,000, yeah. you know, I feel like it was, it was the hardest. Like weeks three through three this, through seven. This week's becoming hard, but for like different reasons. I think week five, we were like. I think everybody was like in a kill each other mode yeah, in week but now five it's and six. Like, but I it's feel just... like everybody's hitting stir crazy mode. Like not right. at, not towards each other. No. But just like just done these with this crap. walls. I need to get out of these walls. Right. Yeah. That's all I got. I had something else, but I'm going to leave it there because we were all over the place. But hopefully this helps. The main point is breakthrough 
if you don't know how to do it, shoot us a message. I want to get to that next level and we'll help you any way we can. Thank you guys. Have a good one. Bye.